Hey everybody, welcome back to episode 104 of It's Not the Worst Movie Ever podcast. We're bringing you this episode on a lovely Monday. I'm your host, Lee Paddock. Can you dig it? And my co-host, Sterling Hammer. And uh, as always, we always like to issue a spoiler alert before we talk about the movies, so... There you go. Now let's talk about the movie. And real quick, before Lee talks about his movie, please like, share, and comment on this podcast. It really helps us out. Back to you, Lee. All right. Thank you, Sterling. Uh, so today's movie uh, was chosen by me. Uh, it is uh, <laughs> It's sort of similar to... Uh, the last film that I chose, actually, strangely enough, in terms of, like, theme or subject matter, because it's another movie about gangs. Yeah, but it takes <clears> it a little more, <throat> like, But this is a little different. Like, uh, graphic novel-y. Uh, it's definitely more, like, uh, yeah, it's more stylized. It's more of, like, a comic book. Um, the movie that uh, we watched this week was uh, The Warriors from 1979. And uh, real quick, before we really get into this movie, there's a couple of things actually from the last movie that I kind of, uh, like, kind of forgot to mention. I didn't even mention the names of the directors uh, of the film, of Menace to Society was the last movie that I directed. I didn't even mention the directors, uh, the Hughes brothers. Um, I made such a big deal out of... uh, looking up who the actor was who played the main character. I didn't even bother to mention who the directors were. Um, so I thought I was remiss in uh, mentioning that. And then we also, I remember, we kind of had an argument about like which Wayans brother you didn't like. Um, no, you didn't like. No, it was you. It was you. It was you. It was you. Um, no. Because you said like you didn't like... I guess the oldest of the Wayan brothers, and we were debating like who it was. Is it Damon Wayans or Keenan I- Ivory Wayans? It's well, it's Keenan Ivory Wayans. Yes. Yeah, I said that. Well, I just wanted to make sure because we were both kind of like, Ooh, maybe it is. Thank isn't. you for confirming that I won the argument. Cool. I didn't say it was <laughs> Damon Wayans, and we should have known right off the bat that it wasn't Dane Way- Damon Wayans. I did Wayans know right off the bat. Because you're the one who questioned it, so I, I'm not part of it. You keep saying we. I'm not part of we. Well. From the beginning, I was like, it's Cayman whatever fuck. And you're like, I don't know. We'll go. Somebody, somebody go back and listen to that episode and confirm. Who uh, was con- more confused <laughs> about that? But yes. hey, at least we we've officially cleared it up. Yes. Now back to warriors. So yes, let's start talking about the warriors. Um, this movie is uh, weirdly enough, it's based off of a novel. Uh, a novel you can that. Tell. Y- yeah, a little bit, but it diverges. <laughs> Pretty far from the the book, actually. They usually do to so they can actually make a good movie. Books Some, don't always make great movies. Not always. The story, it's just like the plot that's cool. Like yes. Jaws, like Jaws. This movie 
has a really good premise, <clears throat> and the book has a, a really good premise. Jaws and, and they, Jurassic Park are great examples of that. Because the are. books are like vastly different and weirder. Well, the Jaws the novel is not good at all. <laughs> and Jurassic Park, it's better than Jaws the, the novel, but it's not better than the movie version of Jurassic Park. No, no, no way to be. Uh, and this is coming from two book lovers, by the way. Yeah. Those are uh, prime examples of the movie actually being better than the source material. Um, I haven't read the book that this is based on, but I actually have it. Uh, while I was working at Barnes & Noble, I bought a lot of books, ordered a lot of books. So, yeah, this was one of them. Mm. Um, I just kind of want to see how different it is. I don't know. I'm not going to rush out to read it, like right this second um but uh there's some uh some key differences that i'll uh i'll kind of mention real quick uh the biggest difference of all is that there is no warriors there is no gang called the warriors in the in the novel apparently the fuck? they're called the dominators and the warriors is like a metaphorical title like, there are these warriors who are trapped behind enemy lines or whatever. Because it's loosely based off of an, uh, a Greek legend um, about these, uh, these like, mercenaries. Oh, I know what you're, who you're talking about. Yeah. They like were, part of, like, the Persian ar- they were part of, like, a Persian army that got defeated, and then they had to, like, fight their way back mm-hmm. home. And they fucking did. Like, yeah. 7,000 of them just fought their entire way through the Persian Empire that now had turned hostile against them because mm-hmm. their side lost and they just and they just defeated every force that tried to kill them. Pretty dope story. Yeah. So it it takes that basic premise and transports it the novel transports it to uh this urban I guess it sort of takes place in the future vaguely like in the near future. And uh, all the main characters in the novel are non-white characters, right? Because it takes place in, like, you know, inner city New York. But Hollywood's racist, so they're like, we have to have a leading white man. White people. (laughs) So, yeah, this movie has a lot of, uh, like, interracial gangs, weirdly enough. There's a skinhead gang that is made up of white and black people and probably some hispanic people too yeah their whole thing is they're just skinheads like they're just bald yeah like i don't know if like they didn't want to fully commit to the the idea or it's just another about like that kind of like i think graphic novelly kind of feel comic book like oh you'd have skinheads but they'd be like literal skinheads <laughs> it's like oh skinheads not because we're racist fuck nugs yeah. We're just, we're bald. That's how we, because re- each gang has to like differentiate itself from all the other gangs. <laughs> and Because all there's the so gangs. many gangs, they all rule just these tiny little fart pieces of land. <laughs> they're all. Like the warriors rule over Coney Island. It's Coney a Island, dump. Yeah. Especially during this time. I think now it's better, but back yeah. then it was like bankrupt and empty. It's like, wh- what do they rule? Like, what could, why are they even a gang? Why would like, how does the main gang not just be like, let's absorb all these garbage? <laughs> well, I mean, 
that is kind of what the and at the end of this movie uh, I mean jumping a little ahead but there's like four people left in the, the Warriors gang and their leader is dead maybe question mark and their other members in jail for attempted rape <laughs> of a police officer so you know they probably fucked him up too and they arrested they a bunch up. of the of the gang members mm-hmm and the main you know gang member who was trying to unite all the gangs is dead dead uh, but yeah before we get into the plot of the movie um it's just it's kind of funny like how different the book is <laughs> from the movie um in the book the characters are all children <sighs> they're all like teenagers oh. or like 12 year olds <laughs> that makes it a little weirder um it's like basically it's like lord of the flies but like in new york city like the world is like the Law and Order, it's like, it's all, you know, the world's just collapsing. Like, these kids' parents, like, they don't give a shit. Because um, their lives are probably fucking miserable. Yeah. So, you know, these kids are just running around and forming these gangs. Um, survive. Yeah, basically. And uh, the leader of the, <laughs> like, the main gang that's, like, in... I guess, like, that every other gang is sort of, like, in, I don't know, sort of... Subjugated by? Subjugated by, in a way, or, like, you know, they're the ones that, like, kind of rule over they're the everything. They're yeah. um, They get a cut of everything. That <laughs> character is supposed to, is supposedly, like, a 15-year-old kid. Where in this movie, he's, like, a, it's like a 40-year-old man. Yeah, it makes it way cooler when he's an actual adult. Um, cause like, how could a kid have that much power? And the characters are uh, much more like brutal. Like they rape and kill innocent people. It's very unlikable. <laughs> yeah. In the movie, they go opposite and they get the character that's a rapist fucking arrested. <laughs> cause it's you know it's a movie Hollywood. Good movie. too. Fuck him. I hated that character. Ajax. So yeah, let's talk a little bit more about the the movie. We maybe talk about a little bit a little bit more about the book as we go on. So this movie uh came out in 1979. Uh directed by uh Walter Hill, who's uh is actually a very interesting filmmaker. Uh around this time, uh he had produced uh the original Alien and wrote, rewrote, uh, the screenplay for it. So he was heavily involved in that film at the same time as he was making this. Hmm. Um, I think Aliens got a little bit more of his attention. No. His, like, he actually directed this. He didn't direct Alien. I think he got distracted. No. I'm, I'm stating my opinion, Lee. Okay, that's fine. It's but not the worst movie ever. It is not. <laughs> I just triggered Lee so hard, it's hilarious. <laughs> uh, yeah. This is a little payback for last episode. Yeah, I was talking shit. Even though I'm not, I'm not gonna say I hate the Warriors or nothing. I didn't, I didn't think it was a bad movie. I'm just fucking with you. I don't think it was the greatest movie ever. I don't think it. 
No, and I don't, I don't think, think it, it lives is up either. to the cult classic history it has at this point. That's why it's a cult classic. It appeals to some people, doesn't appeal to everybody. So, yeah. yeah, I just thought, like, it, there's just not much payoff in the movie. I guess. The end, end was just like, all right, it's over. <laughs> this whole movie just. We're going like, to fight! Oh, we're it, not going to fight. There's no fat on this movie. It doesn't over explain everything. It just yeah, kind of That kind of leads a little bit to like no explanation on anything. <laughs> so characters just die in this movie and well, then they're just gone. And it's like, I get it. There's reasons beyond, but movie nowadays, if a character dies or it goes into in real life or has a dispute with the studio and they have to cut him out, they don't just go, well, you know that main character from the first toy biz? He's dead. We're not going to tell you why. It's just like, why Why not? It's like, and then like, we're going to kill him in a way that makes it really brutal. Like, he gets thrown into a, right in front of a, a train. train. And it's, a, a, they could have took it somewhere. It's pretty easy. A police officer killed him. So it's a good way to get the police more involved in the movie. But, you know, whatever. Shortcomings. I don't know. I kind of like the police being like this sort of ominous presence in the movie. But they're not. I think they You are. don't see them much other than, they're like... The, they're the gang, technically. Well, they're trying to arrest a bunch of pieces of shit. I feel like everybody them. is in, like... Well, that's why they were, trying to, of. they were trying to unite so they could fight the police. Because together they had 20,000 members, and that was, like, about what the police see? had. that's why I think, like... The, and the police are, like... They were watching that meeting. Of course, because, so, like, that guy was also a dumbass, the main gang leader. One, you're going to get shot. It's twenty thousand, or it's a thousand, it's hundreds of gang members because it's not all their gangs. It's like representatives of each gang. They didn't check for weapons. They didn't have yeah, they didn't have like the weapons. only security was they had like a ring of their own men just kind of standing there menacingly. Why weren't they looking? No one saw the dude like them just fucking pop pop. He was right in the front, but he could just yell, "Who's the warriors?" And they just start beating to death. Like, couldn't anyone just like oh, actually it was that guy? Oh, just beat this guy to death. Oh, actually it was that guy? Oh, let's beat this guy to death. They just beat anyone to death. Like, no, I get no. Dup- I'm just saying the gangs in this. Dum dums, and also, well, I mean, also, how do you, you have know, a gang how do you also mimes. not have any lookouts for the police? You don't have any like they the police can just surround your entire gang, and like you're just if the police yeah, stupid if the if the guy hadn't been shot, technically they're all a bunch of dumb kids. The funny thing is, if they hadn't been the main guy hadn't been shot, he would have been arrested because the police would have been able to fully encircle him because that's what they were trying everybody. to do. Yeah, because that's what they would—that's what they were trying to do. They would have like they were just about to set up the perimeter and charge in, which meant none of them could escape. But he got killed instead and saved a bunch of the game members. Well, yeah, I think in the in the book, that character is killed by the police. See, a little more. Um, uh, the police in this are really just like there to be like outran a lot. <laughs> There's a lot of running in this movie. I'll give you Which that. Which makes sense. It's, it's literally a movie we're running it's, for it's our lives chase, to our it's home. It's what they call a chase movie. And it's like before Uber, before anything. And these are poor gang members. They don't have money for cabs. And it's bad parts of towns they're going through. The orphans. Like, fuck you. you <laughs> yeah. So I guess, like, we'll explain, like, what the basic premise of this movie is. So uh, the film centers on a, a gang the called... Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> The the electric eliminators. I want to be ninja. <laughs> um, 
No, the the warriors, of course, um, who have been invited to this uh, this meeting. I don't know why though. This why did they get invited, but the orphans don't? And the orphans have like four times the amount of members. Just because the orphans are also like well, because also, I think with with that because I think there might be more members of the warriors. I think they said that they just. They picked their representatives, their group of representatives. I know, but like the then, strongest of their their armies. But then basically. they get home and there's no one to welcome them. No warriors like, oh, you made it back in their territory. They're in their like main base of operation. There's no other warriors there. I believe you that there probably are. They have just call them in. But also, why not stop out of a payphone and be like, yo, come pick us up, <laughs> so we can fight this. Yeah, like come and back us up. Like get us out. Like help us get out. Like I think they were the only members. It could be a budgetary thing, and maybe they're just because they had stronger members. Like they like four, like one warrior equaled like four orphans because they beat the shit out of any gang that came up to them. So maybe they just aren't infamous for being a strong small gang. But no, because even joke. when their lead, even <laughs> when their leader got jumped, he took on a bunch of them before he got taken down, and then he just gets beaten to death. And it's like, all right, that's stupid. But um, he gets oh Cleani, he gets elbowed to death. Yeah, and you're just <laughs> like, okay, can we at least see it? But um. <laughs> <laughs> or at least get answered. Like I don't know. The action in this movie is not the best. No, it's just game. It's just supposed to be more regular. I think like more real. Like they're just people fighting. They don't know kung fu or special things. It's fucking literal like baseball players and mimes and shit. It's like the, <laughs> that's what the whole graphic novel thing comes from too. There's literal gangs of just like mime baseball players and like or clown baseball players. Yeah, the baseball furies. Yeah, the high the, hats. Those mimes. are the mimes. Yeah. yeah. The Lizzie's, the all-girl gang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which wasn't at the meeting either. No, I think they were. No, because they're a gang of women that prey on other gangs. Oh, yeah, it's true, yeah. But why were they, like, working with... Well, no, I guess they weren't, No, because they just heard the bounty. Yeah, that's true. They just wanted the No matter what, that's why the orphans even... Well, yeah, they heard about it. So yeah, we're jumping around a lot. So basically, and, and I think the orphans are basically one only explanation for the orphans being weaker than all the other gangs is that they're made up of members of exiled other gang mem other gangs, and that's why they have to look dirty. No, I think they're, and they're given like the orphans. That's so fucking stupid. It's ridiculous. Who, who've like been running around that street their whole lives and like this is good. This is awesome. We're the orphans. Yeah, and they like we have to wear dirt. We all wear the same dirty green shirt <laughs> with the, and the same dirty pants that all have the exact same stains on it. It's like why? It's like, yeah, we're tough. Why is part we, of your gang we, just being tough, dirty? Guys, the leader, he's got like a lazy like, swollen eye. eye or whatever. Yeah, he's got one eye. smaller eye than the other. It's like why is this the leader? <laughs> Yeah, they're like they're a joke. And why does this the, the the gang group hang around the orphans? Oh yeah, that that girl. And then she just laps on to the warriors, but she was a cutie patootie. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we've been jumping around a little bit. So but the, but the basic plot is that the warriors get invited to this meeting with all like where all these gangs come together. Uh to listen to this speech given by uh, the leader of the the gang that I guess everybody sort of like fears and has like probably like the the most members uh, the Gramercy Riffs that's the name of that gang I'm gonna try to say the names of all the gangs uh, 
that are in the movie. Uh, yeah. So what this uh, this gang leader wants to do is he wants to unit he wants to unite all the gangs in New York, not just New York City, but like just New York in general, and basically take over. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, because they bring their numbers up to twenty thousand, and the police had he said I think he said like the police have like fifteen thousand or something, so it would just stretch them too thin. And I, I think, this movie is supposed to like, take place like in the near future, sort of, because in fact the director Walter Hill wanted to have like a little thing in the beginning that said, sometime in the future, but the producers the producers. said, well, that's a little too much like Star Wars. It's like, yeah, but like... Star Wars is just meant like out. five years. <laughs> I don't know. That was that movie, Star Wars was fresh in everybody's mind. I guess, like, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Star Wars. It's the biggest thing ever. Lasers. Beep, 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 beep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. While this gang leader is giving his uh, his speech, can you dig it? Mm-hmm. It's, it's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah, I, I like that whole scene. I like his speech, and I like his performance. Uh, apparently, that character Cyrus uh, was supposed to be played. Now there's like conflicting like reports on it, but the. Pro- producer of the movie, one of the producers, said that the character was supposed to be played by a real gang member that they had found. Huh. Uh, but then, like, the on the day of shooting, he never showed up, and they never saw him again. He either was like, this is going to bring way too much heat to me, or he was killed. That's possible. But one of the actors... The guy, I think, who played Swan, the leader, or the guy who takes over the gang after the other leader dies, war, the war chief, mm-hmm. um, he said that the actor that played Cyrus had always been the, the chosen actor. So there's like a weird like mystery surrounding like the casting mm. of that character. It's kind of interesting. Uh, Because apparently there was a lot of, like, trouble that the filming faced from, like, real gangs. Because they were filming in, like, their turf. Yeah, I was about to say, it's probably because they had a film. And and New York used to be a lot more dangerous. Oh, yeah, 1979's when, like, the crime in New York was unconscionable. Hmm. Um, And the police were, like, fully corrupt. Yeah, exactly. Which is why, you know, the police are not depicted as, like, heroes in this movie. No. Kind of like notice. It's, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. It's ahead of its time. Oh. Except the fact... Or they just always face the same problems. We just like to call them different things. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) Things have never changed. Nope, it just looks different. Exactly. And we like to convince ourselves that things have changed. The older generation just think, because you just think back fondly. Because the past can look fun, but the now sucks. Nostalgia has a way of blinding you to the truth. How shit it was. Boobity boop. Ah. (laughs) 
So yeah, uh, <laughs> the uh, gang leader uh, is killed by uh, the leader of another uh, gang that's uh, that's invited there, the Rogues, uh, <laughs> and they're led by a crazy Charles Manson-looking motherfucker yeah. named Luther, uh, who has the famous uh, the famous line of Warriors. Come out to play. Uh, which that actor uh, improvised. Uh, he said that he, uh, when he was a child, there was a neighbor of his that used to like taunt him, and he used to like go. Oh. Like the actor's name is uh, David Patrick Kelly, so his neighbor used to go, David, David. Come, Come out, out this yeah, which is really creepy. <laughs> it does sound creepy. But yeah, he used that, and he just he took these little glass bottles that they bottles, had, yeah. yeah, and just goes clink, 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 clink. It's really cool. <laughs> it's iconic. Yeah. Um, and so after yeah, the gang leader is killed, the rogues managed to pin the mur- the assassination on uh, the warriors because one of them is just just so happens to be standing there like a jackass and he just goes the warriors and they have like a feud with the warriors <laughs> there's like yeah there's the leader who's there he's like man i didn't do nothing <laughs> he starts karate chicking people <laughs> and then he just gets killed then he gets elbowed to death <clears throat> without <clears throat> any questions if he actually did it or not nope because, I mean, at that point, like, I mean, I guess you could make the argument that the gang is just like, you killed our leader, uh, we got the payback. Yeah, somehow. it's a gang. They're still just, they're just dumb gang members. Exactly. I like the, the guy who takes over the gang after. He's like super stressed. Who are the warriors? <laughs> <laughs> he wears sunglasses all the time. He's a cool guy. He's got his glittering robe. He'd be a cool guy who wouldn't look at an explosion. He would be. <laughs> and they uh they uh I guess they own a radio station. Makes sense back then without cell phones and stuff, it's the only way you could get messages out like right to your whole gang at once. Yeah, and they use uh this radio DJ, this woman who you only see her mouth weirdly enough. You don't see her actual face. Um but she gives out like these coded messages to all the gangs out there. To go after the warriors. So we kind of like, like in between like all the different like run-ins with all the different gangs, we have like these interludes with this radio DJ. Yeah. Which I think are also really kind of neat and interesting, given this movie kind of an interesting identity. Um, and yeah, from then, the movie is just, it has a very just simple premise like that's basically it we're just trying to get home exactly um and uh it's i don't know it's very well paced in my opinion i don't think this movie really drags um you could say like yeah because of that it's a little sparse on like character development and explanations of what the fuck's happening 
I, it's what's happening is yeah, but like major clear. things happen, and then they just go all right, and then you know, like the death of the one dude, he's okay. thrown on the track. So dead. yeah, there's that one guy, and they're Fox. building him up to be major. In the beginning, like you kind of think he's gonna be a, a a major character. So initially, he was gonna have the uh, the romance with the girl. Yeah, it's too ugly for that, but okay. But here's the thing: they had zero chemistry. Yeah, he just seems like a dork. <laughs> yeah, he's got like a little Jufro and everything. Um, and the guy's all intimidating and sexy and handsome. Yeah, Swan. So, and the other thing was, this actor argued with the director. Fool. A lot. So. He gets thrown into a bus. So basically, he was fired from the set, and uh, that actor's not even credited. It's kind of crazy. In the movie. But they still film his death? He still goes through with filming his own death? Nope. That wasn't him. Oh, of course. That was a stunt You don't even see his face. It's pretty clear, mm. like that. It's not him. He it was it. He was done at that point. Good. And he himself asked for his name to be removed from the movie. Mm. Yeah. And then yeah, that's why like the movie just kind of moves on. They could explain it a little bit. Have them react to it a little bit. They could hear a police talk about like we got one of the warriors dead at station three and they'd be like oh they could find out and they could be mad but nothing what happened to Stuart eh. <laughs> Fox Fox what's that on Fox eh. um yeah that does kind of like the real life making of the movie sort of like bleeds into the real movie or into the movie you a little bit you can tell like also like we're limited on budget and we can't really film those scenes to explain that but then also, like, couldn't you take the budget from could, cutting him out of the I movie into filming? Cared. Well, then why don't you take? Why don't, you could have took the time that you were gonna take to film his scenes into explaining it? Why? Because that's weird to just kill off a character. If my movie did that, Lee, you would be like, you'd be talking about it for thirty <laughs> minutes straight. If any of my movies ever kill off a character from now on and never explain it, you better shut your fucking mouth. Because yeah, that's insane that you're just like, oh, it's, it's not a big deal. But it's because it's your movie, it's not a big deal. It's, because it's always that. But my movies will do the same thing your movie will do. But you're like, well, mine had Morgan Freeman going. <laughs> and it's like, okay, I get your movie had good actors in it. It's still a stupid thing they fucking did. The acting's not that great in this movie. No, to be perfectly not. honest. <laughs> it's a bunch uh, of nobodies. Nobody. They went nowhere. A lot of character actors. That went nowhere with their careers. Not nowhere. <laughs> Being in a sci-fi movie when you're 70 is probably not a great credit. And that's probably where most of them really like up. a sci-fi. Most movie. of them are probably doing those kind of movies now. Wouldn't really consider it a sci-fi movie. No, I mean like they do sci-fi channel originals. That's where their career is right now. Those kind of actors. Do they even make sci-fi channel original movies anymore? I think sci-fi still tries every once in a while. A little gasping breath before they go bankrupt. And Siffy channel. And become like like what happened to Spike. They get bought by somebody. No, their parent company just goes, no more. <laughs> no more. We're done. Shut him down. They had a good run. No one cares about men anymore. Oh, oh yeah. Shove a snook on my snooky snook. 
I don't know. Maybe the reason why I don't care as much is because that character, like, is just kind of like, eh. It's also because you just only get to see him for ten minutes and then he's just killed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, But also, you, the fact that it's, it doesn't bother you that they don't explain it at all is this blasphemy. Ever you say that word? Because you, if my movie, if any of my movies Hi, ever did maybe that, maybe yeah, hypocritical, hypocritical. But you do if if my movies make a fart out of place, you're just like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> you like jump down my movie's throats, but you hold yours to this different level. That's the nostalgia well, blinding you. Yes, there is a little bit of nostalgia with this movie. It's kind of shit. Okay. Well, it's because oh, it's from the it's from the late I 30s, never said bro. that at all. I haven't referenced that once. A couple of the movies I've that's shown the, you have been from the seventies and eighties, so I don't really think that's an argument that's holds up. I just won, everyone. You heard the first time of this podcast. Lee has retreated back like Sal Volcano on an argument that doesn't exist. <laughs> Sal, okay. <laughs> He's he's getting a little too uh Nah, but everyone crazy. knows this mofo is a mofo. I am. But Yeah, I just like a lot of these characters are just like <laughs> Like Swan, he's the stoic one. Yeah, he's supposed to be just Oh no, he's hot. <laughs> Um, he does like I don't know the actor isn't bad. I no, think, but his character's terrible. I think he's terrible. It's just he's kind of like weird douche standard. Bag. Well, they're like they're vicious like gang members. With absolutely no weapons. Punch people. Yeah, they weren't supposed to bring weapons. They're the honorable ones technically. <laughs> they got them. <laughs> yeah, it's not smart. I guess the big gang probably owes them something in the future. Because they like yeah. nearly wiped their gang out and killed their leader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You warriors are good. But it's also They're like, good. wait until the warriors find out you killed their leader. And now the warriors actually do want revenge. <laughs> you mean the... Because at that point, the warriors still don't know their leader's even fucking dead. And they don't know they were killed by the gang that just said that. Well, here's my interpretation of the ending. I think Swan and that girl. Just oh yeah, leave. I think they do too. I think they're. They I think the warriors it. collapse, but like because I think they all go to set their separate either ways. Either or, or that crazy guy gets out, the rapist dude of jail because it's just like whatever he gets charged. Oh, agent. He, he serves like eight months in jail or some bullshit crime law because they didn't treat rape as real things back then. And then, <laughs> and then he just becomes the like psychopathic leader because also their rivals are now dead. Yeah, it's true. The so rogues. the warriors could like take advantage of that. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's another thing. They don't really I'll give you one thing. Yeah, they don't really flesh out the rivalry between the rogues yeah, and the just warriors. Like, they're just, oh yeah, the rivals. That's the only reason he pegged them. It's like they needed a reason for him to like point out the warriors and they're like, Oh yeah, they're they're rivals. We'll just, like, All right. Yeah. And the leader in the end, the the leader uh, is just like, well, you know, I like doing things like that. I just like causing chaos. Which, I I, I like Luther 
Right up until that ending. Yeah, because he just dies the most pathetic, sad... He just, like, is this crazy badass. He's like, I have a gun. And then he just gets a knife thrown into his arm. And he's just like, oh! (laughs) Yeah, he's like literally Cartman from South Park when Kyle first punches him. Like, Like, he's literally the bully that once you punch, he just collapses. Because it's like, you're a gang member. And, like, he just threw a knife in your arm. That would hurt. I'm not saying it wouldn't, but just... Pull it out and then be like, all right, let's fight now. Like, it's just like, why did he just completely like collapse? Like, I can't believe I'm hurt now. He's just like, oh. And his own gang is just kind of looking at him like, the fuck? Yeah, they're just like, well, what do we do? It's like, there's like way more of you than the Warriors. I mean. And then they just get surrounded by a bunch of black people and then probably beaten to death on the beach. Or yes. taken away to be tortured or beaten to death. Oh, yeah. Well, we hear, the last thing we hear from Luther is his girlish scream. Yeah. I get that we're going for like, oh, he's chaotic and he just likes doing those kind of things, but I think... But then at the end of the day, he's a coward. Yeah, I think... I just think it would have been a little better that like... Or maybe like it was like he they planned from setting the warriors up from the beginning because it was just all impulse. Like he just saw a warrior, luckily enough. He saw that the warrior saw him shoot Mm -hmm. the dude. Yeah. That's why he picked that gunshot. (laughs) The character that means nothing. He's like the most meaningful character when he dies. Who? The character that's just written out of the movie. He's literally the reason why the warriors are pegged. He's the only one. He's the, that's another thing. He was the only warrior that saw who actually killed him. That's why they had to invent like another. This dude just saw him. <laughs> like, remember, like that's how they oh, finally yes. find out. This dude who, who's not going to say any words. At the very last minute. Yeah, because they were like, "Oh shit!" He's got something to tell us. It's like they got to the ending and were like. We killed the guy that knew. <laughs> like he was, the director was so mad at that actor, completely forgot. Oh shit, that guy was significant. <laughs> like, he was literally the only character. It should have been the young black kid, like black kid that like didn't want to be with the girls. That kid, Rembrandt. the youngest warrior. He should have been the one who saw it. Yeah, because he was. I don't know, he was the only warrior that also seemed a little bit of a good person. A little smarter. Yeah. <laughs> like he he would grow up to be a future like leader in gangs while the other members are just like, we're going to forever be drones. Or he might have find his way out. Yeah, maybe once uh, the guy in the group I think they all kind of just go their separate ways. They all, Like the ending is just it's them walking off into the sunset. Kind of classic heroic movie ending. You know? They didn't do anything heroic, but okay. They're anti-heroes. They're not even heroes in any term of the sense at all. <laughs> They're victims, if anything, because they just get wrongly accused and then they just run for their lives the whole movie and then just don't even get them, satisfying. Yeah, some, and one of them really wants to just commit a lot of sexual assault. The whole way and then eventually just lose them because they're like, oh, this is too much. What a bunch of wimps. <laughs> I don't know for this movie for this movie I I think I just I like the mood of this movie I like the the music I would like to see it remade and it be remade into like an eight part miniseries like a season 
and then be on like Netflix or some shit so it could be like actually dark and flushed out. Make it closer to the novel? <laughs> no, you don't necessarily need to do that because I think the kid thing is stupid, but just make it better. Mm. You can make them into like older teenagers. I mean, they're not old in this movie. They're like literally like probably in their young 20s. There's some of the main older some ones. Some look like they're in their like early That's 30s. just a classic <laughs> 80s thing. They always did that. 70s. Like show fucking a high school and it's like, look at all these 30 year olds. <laughs> like, Another movie I'll show literally you. Literally our day. first podcast, like our first episode is that movie where it's like she's oh, clearly yeah. like 28. Just one of the guys. And she's playing like a senior in high school and it's like she's clearly like 25. 28 yeah <laughs> those are not the yeah. tits of an 18 year old mo- one yeah one movie that i'll show you one where day. do you get off having tits <laughs> the greatest line in movie history great way to open up this podcast is history mm-hmm. that was t- that the title of the very first episode where do you get off having tits uh but yeah one movie uh, i'll show you one day that is a prime example of that <laughs> is uh carrie from the, oh. the 1970s yeah, because Carrie looks like she's like a forty-five-year-old woman. But that's just she's that actress's weird. fault. That yeah. actress always has just looked old. Well, haggard. I like her, Sissy Spacek. I didn't say anything actress. about liking her. I just said she looked haggard. That's our next movie. No, <laughs> no, next movie, my movie. I know. I meant it was gonna be my All next right. movie. For that, we have some questions. Already? Questions. Questions? Already? For me? For me. I can dig it. Let's go. All right, Lee. You said earlier that this is a bit of a nostalgia movie for you. Mm-hmm. Why is that? How old were you? Were you too young? Like many say- of the movies you've watched? <laughs> I wouldn't say I was too young, but I think it was around maybe like 13. This was a... Uh, I actually remember this movie... Because I remember specifically when I first watched it, because this was an early Netflix movie, a movie like before streaming, before Netflix was doing streaming. Oh, they were just. This was a movie that I had sent to my home. The thing they used to kill Blockbuster. Exactly. Exactly. And then now they don't even have that function anymore. They don't do that anymore. It's all streaming. Which is really sad. Yeah, but I guess you could go to, like, a red box or something. Who the fuck does that? Poor people. Uh, uh, I'm just kidding. Not making, I just buy the movies. Not disparaging. Lee's disparaging. Lee's classes. Uh, but, yeah, I don't even really know what, like, motivated me to want to watch it. I think, prob- like, if I could guess, it would be, at that point, you were... You, you were it's just a, one of them on the list. It's a famous movie. I didn't really have a list, but yeah. But it's a famous cinephile movie. It's mm-hmm. one of those movies that it, like every cinephile's checked off. You've got to see the Warriors. And mostly for that scene. Warriors! Come yeah. out, champion! Bravo probably what? did a list on it or some shit. No, probably YouTube early list. But... Because that's a famous line. I've definitely seen that on like a hundred greatest quotes or a hundred greatest like intimidations back when we used to watch all those. Like the hundred greatest thing we we watch so many of those. Hundred yeah. greatest insults. Hundred well, greatest intimidations. that. When you watch the movie. Yeah, I was no. thirteen. No. For those videos. You were a time traveler. 
Sure, yeah. <laughs> I'm the character from the anime that I'm watching right now. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> what anime are you watching? Oh, you want to know? <laughs> okay. Uh, it's called Erased. Oh, I know that. I mean, I've seen the like book, the manga. It's probably really fucked up. Lee likes his fucked up shit. It's not like super gory or anything like that. It doesn't mean anything. Okay. Sterling, it's everybody has to be cute. Um, yes. I don't know. When I was 13, somehow, like, this movie worked for me. It still works for me now. Mm -hmm. A little fart. Um... Yeah. Are you dying? I'm just thinking, like, there's not many questions. Oh, uh, questions? For this movie? Not <laughs> really. This movie that you clearly love so much? <laughs> I know. That's what it's always good to, like, uh... That's what happens sometimes in this podcast. Like, I go into, and I think it happens for you, too. You go in thinking, like, I don't really hate this movie. I didn't really anything this movie that much. And then you like, as you talk about it, you're like, oh, I don't like this movie. <laughs> That's what's kind of good about this podcast. Kind of well, starts getting some of your feelings out and stuff. Let me, let me ask you a question. <gasps> Questions for Sterling. Questions for the hammer. <laughs> okay. Uh, since I kind of almost feel like they're kind of similar in certain ways. Um, which do you, which movie do you think is better? Which movie do you think, gun to your head, if you had to watch a, one again? Rugrats in Paris. <laughs> yeah, your favorite film of all time. The greatest animated movie of all time. No, the greatest film. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But, if, uh, gun to your head, if you were forced to watch one of these two movies again, which would you watch? Would you watch The Warriors? Or would you watch RoboCop again? Because we all know how much you love that movie. I'd probably say RoboCop. What? Because a lot of my hate of RoboCop was we, we had just come off one of my favorite movies the week earlier and you had just fucking shit on it. And then, like, for being cheesy and, like, just, you're like, this is just stupid. And then you show me RoboCop and then you talk it up as if it's like, this is a fucking masterpiece. And, like, literally then show me a scene of a guy getting shot with shotguns for about 45 minutes. It's, it's, I, 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 it's one I, of the I, best I, things I, ever. I, I, yeah. I, 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 and, and then the like, so, scene is amazing, too. This is so much just... You piece of shit. <laughs> like, like it's just, I think I, I honestly don't think I would have ever loved the movie, but I think I would have liked it a little bit more, like giving it more credit for the 80s. If it wasn't coming off, you just shitting on my movie because of you. Wow, so you don't like it out of spite. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> and just also because That's it was also funny. just, it was a little stupid. And like cheesy, it was cheesy. It's fucking RoboCop. It's a movie about fucking RoboCop. Do you think that? And you're like, made that movie? and then you're like, it has a metaphor. I fuck your metaphor. It does. So my farts have but a metaphor. But do you think the people making that movie didn't know that it was fucking? It could have been I'm cheap garbage. I'm not talking garbage. about those people. I'm talking about you, motherfucker. You always yeah, gotta put it on that I would die 
on the hill for RoboCop. And that's and, the last thing you hear, the gunshot. Yeah. <laughs> and I, then you hear me go, I'll die nice like hill. the guy who gets blown to bits in that boardroom scene. It's fucking ridiculous. They're trying to pull the plug. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Just let me get riddled with bullets on behalf of RoboCop. <laughs> You're a fucking little queef monkey. Yes, I am. <laughs> so, yeah. But I would say just because more happens and like... So the action is probably a little bit a little more better. dynamic. Yeah, it's just a little funner, I guess. Warriors, maybe I could shut gore. up my mind more and not care. Just kind of like zone out and sleep. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I'd go with not that. Not as long as RoboCop. That's true. The Ro- I mean, Warriors went by fast. Um, Been well, doing some short movies. Well, Lee, w- classic. since I'm out of questions myself personally, I'll ask you the classic questions. What's your favorite scene from this movie? Favorite thing? Favorite scene? Since you love this movie so much. Okay. Um, well, I think I might have mentioned it earlier. Uh, I like the mood of this movie. Mainly, like, the music. The mood that the music sets. Um, I love the opening theme when they're on the train. The opening credits. And it's intercut with them talking about Cyrus. I can tell you I liked the movie up until basically all the things like Cyrus gets killed. I'm also like, oh, this seems pretty fun. This is going to be kind of a fun movie. And then it just fell off to me from that point. Kind of just was like. Okay. Okay. Because I like the look of all the unique gangs and yeah, the graphic Navi feel of it and stuff. I don't mind that. The baseball fury. Everybody sus- loves the baseball furies. Yeah, I could suspend my disbelief in my like mind for that. They're not in the book, <laughs> obviously. It's probably a, it's just like a really cheap way to make a gang. Just buy some baseball outfits and some baseballs. Like, well, apparently, the inspiration. Yeah, it was very simple. Uh, the director Walter Hill uh, was a big fan. He's a baseball fan, and he was also a big fan of the rock band Kiss. Which was really uh, popular at the time. Face makeup. Yep. The precessors for Juggalos. <laughs> yep. Well, they were like, yeah, I guess. Uh, probably not. I'm just joking. But more like a predecessor for like heavy metal. Mm-hmm. Like the met, like the metal scene that was going to become popular Kiss in now the '80s. And it's like, oh, Kiss is stupid. They suck. They do not hold up. I'm never. Yeah, I've funny. never really been that big of a fan of Kiss. They don't have a good reputation nowadays. Not, well, because of Gene Simmons, he's yeah, a fucking he's a, piece of garbage. Sexual assault monster. And he's just a terrible person mm-hmm. in general. Um, but yeah, my favorite scene in particular, though, I'll, I can definitely point that out, too. It's it's towards the end of the movie, actually. It's when they get first get back to Coney Island. Mm. And it's like, it's sunset, or the sun is, no, it's sunrise, it's sunrise. Yeah. It's like that morning when they're finally back i really love the music during that that whole scene it's really downbeat um and it just like well actually i also really like the scene right before it when they're on the train uh with swan and the girl they're sitting together and then this uh like this these two couples who clearly have come from like a high school prom Oh, or yeah, something. Yeah. Get onto the subway. And they're like laughing and like, ah. Oh. Oblivious. 
And then they like they see Swan and uh, the girl. I forget the girl's name in the I movie. It's like Mercy either. or something. Some slut. <laughs> they uh, threaten to rape her many times. I know this movie. Um. And yeah, they they look at these two, and they're completely like just covered in dirt and grime and, and blood. sweat and blood from this uh, horrible ordeal that they faced the entire night. Um, and they're kind of just like, ooh, maybe we should <laughs> get off. Looking at them all gross. There's a really like there's a really like nice little subtle moment though that you probably didn't even give a shit or care about or <laughs> notice. Where, like, the girl, like, tries to, like, brush her hair with her hand a little bit to, like, I don't know, look a little prettier. But Swan just, like, grabs her hand and just stops her and puts her hand down and just says, don't even bother. Well, he doesn't say it. But, like, yeah, basically You says, don't feel ashamed. Like, like, my girl doesn't cares? feel shame. And it's just, or it's like, who cares? Like, they're in a completely different world. world. Yeah. But maybe we can become a part of that world someday. Because, yeah, he gets off, they get off the train, and they look <laughs> at what they've come back to. Like, and there's that line, it's like, this is what we came back to? This is what we've been fighting to get back to all night? Dump. And, like, yeah, and I think that sort of, like, implies that maybe they'll turn Let's his move life. out to California and get a glide. run away from it all. Mm-hmm. And that's during a time when you could. I like pretty no social much media. everything. I like everything leading up until Luther gets the knife thrown in his hand. <laughs> it's a very f- lackluster way to end the movie. A gang movie. It's, it's kind of silly. It's a gang movie, and you end it with just... Like, the gang, the, the big gang could have showed up, but, There's like, no, showed like, up after... There's no, big gang brawl or anything. Yeah, I don't know. Like, or at least, very least, like... They don't like, have, like, a knife, an epic knife fight Yeah, because he's just a coward. He's like, no, nah, I'm just going to shoot you. And then he just throws the he knife. Did. and he's like, ah! Ah! <laughs> like, how do you not... And he just lets the gun go. How does nobody in this movie who has a gun can shoot <laughs> their target? You can only hit Who's, like, five feet away but from But then he hit Luther. Or he hit the main gang member in the beginning. That's it. That's the only person. It's the only Amy had well. It's funny. Um, but yeah, everything leading up to that, it's very moody. I like when uh, they're f- the ga- rogues are like following the uh, the warriors. The warriors know it, and they go underneath that bridge and they just break off shit to make into like makeshift weapons. Right, let's go. Like, it seems like they're building up to a cool climax. I know. Not. <laughs> it's a little disappointing, yeah. Just a big Eric Carmen. <laughs> All right, Lee. Well, then, give me... What's your... Well, I guess, I guess you already answered. That's your least favorite part. Uh, yeah, Biggest criticism. Least, but I guess I can kind of... This is where I'm going to s- clarify my feelings about this movie a little bit. Um, this is a movie that I would almost kind of consider a guilty pleasure. I can see that. I don't feel guilty for liking it, because I don't think it's bad. I think you should. Fuck you. Um, but, I mean, I would sort of, I, I can acknowledge that this is not a perfect movie. There are some aspects of it that are, you could sort of tell the limited budget. 
There's oh yeah, this some, movie costs seventeen grand. There's some performances that kind of make me laugh a little bit. The guy who plays the leader of the orphans makes me laugh. You see what it is? You see what you get when you mess with the with the orphans? Nothing. And then his uh, his uh, like second in command, the guy with the fro. He's like, yeah, we're gonna win all you warriors. I'm like, oh, no. And then they just get scared off by, like, a fireball. They're like, oh, fire. Yeah, and they all yeah, run away that's like a, a bunch of um, And then there's the, uh, the, the one other guy in uh, the Warriors gang, the guy with a really thick New York accent. I think his character's name is, oh, yeah. his character's name is Vermin. We're going to get chapped, man. We're going to get chapped. I hate that guy. I was hoping he'd die the whole time. And then there's the um, the really serious black uh, black guy. The fighter. He's not even really a fighter. He's, he's just, one of the tough ones. He's just like the stoic one. He the seems other like one stoic the, one. He seems like one of the tough ones. One of their top fighters. He has one of my favorite uh, line readings where when uh, they leave Ajax when he tries to when he gets arrested, right? Uh, when he goes after that girl, uh, he says, "We better go back for him." Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, it's such a weird line delivery. <laughs> like I don't really like. It seems like it's almost like the actor is like, "Do I really have to go back for the rape guy?" <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot of like performances like that from some of the incidental characters. I actually kind of like. The main guy, played by an actor named Michael Beck. And I I like the actor who plays Ajax, because he's been in a lot of stuff. I think he... Him and David Patrick Kelly, I think, probably were the ones who prospered the most. They're the only ones with faces I could actually recognize from movies later. You've probably seen David Patrick Kelly in... An Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. I think you know what I'm talking about. Nope. Okay. Commando. He's the guy who Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. drops off yeah. the oh, yes, 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 and yes, says, yes. Remember when I said I would kill you last? I lied. Ah, he screams the same way. <laughs> yeah, that's his scream. <laughs> and then, if you've ever, have you ever seen The Crow? Yeah, when I was a kid, yeah. How long has it been? Do you remember anything about it? Vaguely. Okay, well, maybe I could show it to you one day, because that's one of my favorite movies. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) This guy. No, no. (laughs) Well, I will. Um, My plan worked. (laughs) I've seen that movie. But he basically plays the same character. That he plays in this movie and that movie. He plays another psychotic. No, I'm talking about David Patrick Kelly. Mm. Um, You probably have seen James Remar, the guy who plays Ajax, in uh, Django Unchained. He plays two roles, actually, in that movie. He's in the very beginning. Plays one of the two brothers that uh, is dragging Django. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And he's the one who tells uh, the doctor not to talk to him like a person. Yeah, (laughs) like a person. B-O-Z. And then he gets shot in the fucking head. Good. 
along with his horse. <laughs> no, the other guy's horse. But that's a great scene. Uh, and then uh, he plays the guy later on in the movie who's one of Candy's uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's henchmen. main henchmen. Yeah. The guy with the mustache, the one with the hat. Yeah. Good old hat. He's also probably most famous to a lot of people today for playing Dexter's dad on the show, on the TV show Dexter. I show my Bob likes. And it's a show I liked until it got really terrible. <laughs> makes sense, makes sense. Well, Lee, I'm very actually interested in, since it's a guilty pleasure, not a guilty pleasure, all these things. Oh, I have, like, this movie is What's a firestorm of... What's rating, then? Oh, boy. There's a lot of things that I really like about this movie. I think, well... It's not any kind of artistic masterpiece by any stretch. It's 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 basically it's a B movie. It's a grind what they call a grindhouse movie. Mm. I didn't even really say like that this movie was really popular with young audiences at the time. Makes sense. Um and it was going to like it was on its way to actually being a pretty big hit. Um but what ended up happening was, I guess, and maybe it's it's like shit that was completely blown out of proportion, but there was like all these different incidents of like gang violence being reported at like screenings of the of the film. Um, Makes sense. A lot of like, like gangs would go see the movie, and like there were like stabbings like during during the film. Or, like, people, like, walking to the movie uh, or after the movie. So, like, there was, like, this uproar, basically, to have theaters. Well, actually, theaters themselves were, like, kind of, like, wanted to pull it from distribution. Didn't want to show it anymore to avoid further incidents. And Paramount basically kind of let them go from their contract to have to screen the movie to it for a certain time. Sad. So they, uh, yeah, they pulled it, but the movie still wasn't a flop. The movie actually still was what they call a, a sleeper hit. The movie was very, was a, it was pretty low budget. It was only like six or $7 million. And it made like 22 million in its like final run. Hmm. It's abrupt final run. Sad. Um, but yeah, it kind of faded into obscurity because uh, the critics at the time kind of lambasted it, thought it encouraged encouraged gang violence. Um, but filmmakers uh, like Quentin Tarantino are uh, are fans of the movie. Makes sense. Uh, and have kind of propped it up. Uh, as a, as a cult hit, uh, the director of uh, of uh, of Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead and Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, Edgar Wright, uh, is also a fan of this movie, and has referenced it in a lot of his films. Actually, there's actually even some bits of it in Scott Pilgrim, the kind of kinetic sort of. Uh, 
tone and comic book style of it. Well, because Scott Pilgrim actually is a graphic novel. Yeah, a little bit. I don't think that has anything to do with the inspiration. I think... No, I mean, The Warriors is a novel, so the graphic book feel is but just by mean... chance. But Scott Pilgrim is a literal graphic novel. It is. based off of. So any graphic novel feel you feel from Scott Pilgrim the movie, it's because it's based off a of graphic novel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> any director would have them to like that if you wanted so. to make it like a Scott because they were trying to keep it like the graphic novel like, like I don't know yeah if you got a director that took it away from the graphic <laughs> novel completely try to make it more like stripped down yeah then yeah you don't get that feel but any director worth their salt would keep the comic booky part of salt. it <laughs> that is a good film it's a great film but there are I think he probably would say like yeah there's a little bit of warriors in there no, there's no yeah. gang. There's not a single gang. There's a criminal organization of like weirdos of exes that get made like a super evil league of exes. Mm-hmm. No one's trying to run. No <laughs> rape. No rape. A lot of rape in the Warriors or it's suggested rape. Talk about rape. The only guy who dies is the main villain and then video game style. Well, don't the other exes? I guess they all technically kind of like, oh, and they vanish into like coins. But yeah. it's like, do they really die? But that's the graphic novel. Well, guess feel. what? They're doing an anime sequel. Of course, because the movie was a flop. Yeah. Sadly. But I don't know. I just feel that's a little bit like going like, well, you know, well, I that, love that this movie. Director. And then he would go on to make The Hobbit. And you're like, all right, <laughs> fuck you. Like, <laughs> Well, that director does like to reference... A lot of movies that he loves. Yes. Doesn't... But, okay, that answers that. He's not referencing his own movies. No. Oh, wait. Is the guy who made Scott Pilgrim not the guy who made The Warriors? No. Oh, well, then I was confused on that point. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, well, then, yeah, then there's probably, like, a reference. Like, look, he's wearing the same coat. Like, <laughs> I get that. He does that. Sure. Yeah, I'll give you that. I don't think any of the actual movie is based off the Warriors. But yeah, I guarantee no. like some costume design or one minor well, character in the background. <laughs> it looks maybe, like the guy. Maybe a little bit of like the action and stuff. Action's way better in Scott Pilgrim. Well, obviously. It's a more modern movie. But the movies of the 80s had good action. Like, just, it's like, it's just, it's, Lee is just a flopping fish in his pocket. Please, please. It's, you just won't admit that it's a guilty pleasure. I did admit it was a but guilty falls, pleasure. But when it's a guilty pleasure, you know, it falls into a certain category of, it's kind of shit. Everyone admits that their guilty pleasure is also kind of shitty. There are aspects of this movie that are <sighs> You are shit. such a cinephile fart. I, I am. That's the, the difference between the, the two of Isn't that the whole point? I know. I, 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 that's what I'm doing right now. Controversy. Controversy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Lee, as classic but, faction, I asked ten minutes ago, "What's yeah, your rating?" We had this whole argument about Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> so, what is your rating of this movie? Oh well, I've been waiting. Man, I had more to say, but fine. We've been going on a little too long. Oh my god, this is—it is hard because it's not going to get anything lower than like a seven. It's your own movie. That makes sense. And it's a movie that has, like, I've watched this movie a lot, weirdly enough. It's one of, you know, it's kind of like 
Remember when we watched Terminator? Mm-hmm. And I said that I watched that movie a lot, and that was almost like a a comfort movie. Which is really weird. Me. Which is really weird, but yeah. <laughs> That's the same thing with this movie a little bit. I just like to... Honestly, I just like the, the vibe of this movie. I could watch a version of this movie that had no dialogue and was just all soundtrack. I would die Good. of boredom. I'd be like, let's put on Drive. <laughs> <laughs> just to get yeah? some fucking talking. <laughs> some talking. Ugh. Ugh. No I feel talking. like the best moments in this movie are the moments without dialogue. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so. So. Well, I guess I'll go with the ratings that I have for, uh, that I have on IMDb and Letterbox. <laughs> yeah. Fart smelling. Fart smelling. Okay. <laughs> the fartest. It's a mo- Okay. Yeah. It's a movie that's near and dear to my heart. I'm giving <laughs> it a fucking nine out of ten. There you go, lady. God damn done it <laughs> i'm not ashamed you made a little be. bit <laughs> <laughs> there you go there you go a little, made a little shame a little shame's good for everybody um i mean we just watched revenge of the nerds four i mean we all have some shame um you could admit though that this was a slightly better made movie than that i mean actually slightly yeah you're right not much this better. This is an actual movie, for one. This well, isn't a feature-length pilot episode of a failed TV show. Oh, uh, well, uh, it still was a fail of a movie. Um, sure, yeah. Let's not bring up failures. In your opinion. Let's not bring up failures. I bet if we went through a movie, all our movies, most of my movies are successes and most of your movies. <laughs> uh, <okay. laughs> if we count dollars. Um <laughs> dollars that's all that matters to you though because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's all that matters. all about the money um You're, it's so weird <laughs> that you have like the producer mindset <laughs> let's make it for the masses uh, yes masses. masses like weird stuff occasionally yeah, but the masses didn't like the Warriors. Um, they did, but they didn't get a chance to like because they kept make stabbing each other. <laughs> Stop stabbing each the other, kids! Stabbing <laughs> each other. So, yeah, I don't know. Imagine how miserable they'll go back in that time to see that movie, and there's a bunch of kids just stabbing people. Yeah, outside. you're just like a normal person who's trying to like, watch. I'd be like, fuck this movie. Like, I'm gonna oh, go watch Star the new Wars Walter again. Walter Hill film. <laughs> I was like, fuck this movie. I'm gonna go watch Star Wars again. Um, <laughs> For the nineteenth, <19th>. or <laughs> I'm gonna go see Alien. Whatever else came out in 74, 95, 76. Oh, wait, Alien wasn't out. And then it came out the summer of that year. So it was a be- big hit. Way better. Um, well, Lee, I went in this thinking I was going to rate this movie six. And then as I talked about it and I thought about it more. It's gone down. Down, 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 well, not down. not super down. It's not like a two. I'm going to have to give it. Yeah, four. That's how I feel in my heart. Damn, that's what I gave uh, Revenge of the Nerds. Well, I'm four. not giving it a four because of that. I'm just saying it's. It just. It's just. Funny. Yeah, I just. I didn't have that many big reactions to the movie. Nothing really stuck with me that much, like you. Okay. Again, yeah, this is a movie that I. And saw. I don't remember the soundtrack even a little bit, but I usually don't. 
so that's not really music bad. means a lot to me in movies yeah it only matters to me or i only notice it when it's really bad like in our last you BMI recognize episode recognize if it's really good it'll be like oh that was a good song because it just fits the scene i just don't care re- you don't no i don't give a fart because it doesn't i don't hear it then because i don't care I'm like, it's good it only stands out when it's bad like in our last bmi episode it's like, boom, oh boom, yeah, boom, the boom, music boom, in that boom, movie is terrible. Like, they're just drinking tea right now. Like, why are we hearing the action music start? <laughs> it's yeah. like the person played press play too early in the editing. Um, so it has to be like that. The cinematic like masterpiece. Just, yeah, or if it's like the whole movie is like based kind of around the soundtrack a little About bit, music and the or and then just the sound in general of the movie with the along with the soundtrack and the music and all that. Yes, yeah. then maybe I'll notice it, but like I don't think the Warriors is that. I think you just something that sticks out to you okay. as a personal fan. But um, all right, yeah, I think that's about. It's all, all. It's all I gotta say about that. All right, Forrest Gump. Your name is Forrest Gump now. Forrest Gump. Well, with that, we can finally announce what we'll be watching next week. Ooh. Um. I thought it was about time. This is a movie that I've been teasing Lee about showing him since the beginning. Because yeah. it was in my, like, these are one of my only few serious movies <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that Lee will like. There's no way Lee doesn't like this movie, but I don't know if you'll love it. Yeah. I don't think you'll not like I think you'll like it because it's just well-acted, well-made movie. You're going to be able to do yeah. that. But you might not love it. Yeah. Um, it might get like a seven, six. Is what I'm, but it's one of those movies I knew he couldn't hate. Yeah, like um, and like it was one I was holding back, holding back. But I recently saw a clip of it. I'm like, oh fuck, this movie is so good. I've seen this movie so many times. Uh, I love it. It's a great movie. It's Lean on Me. Okay, it's a great classic movie. It's such a random movie that I watch. I only ever saw it because one time when I was younger, my mom got a bag of DVDs from somebody for some random reason. That's why I have Capote. I never fucking watch Capote. Capote. But I have it because I got a random <laughs> box of fucking, and that's how I watch Vagerband. The, Van, the Legend uh, of uh, Bagger Vance. Yeah, that's how I watched that movie and Lean on Me because at one point when me and my mom were struggling a bit, we didn't have internet a lot of the time, and I just had to rewatch the same 12 DVDs over and over. That's why I've seen Zombieland so many times. That's why I've seen mm-hmm. Lean on Me so many times because that's mm-hmm. all I had. And that's why now as an adult, like I have this like neurotic need to buy DVDs and movies and TV in case the internet goes out. I'm like, I'm never going to be bored. <laughs> like, Plus, you know, these streaming services are yeah, like they're editing censoring it and, and editing. taking away shit. And it's like, no, fuck you. I and have all of it. They're sometimes they uh, show like, prints of the movie that don't look as good that's as... why it's also good yeah and most of these dvds and blu-rays were printed way before all this woke bullshit so like they just have warehouses of them they use buy it so you're not getting like their weird edited versions now well, i'm not even just talking about that i'm just talking about like the picture quality in general like yeah, just in yeah. general I'm talking about those. um but yes okay so that's what we'll be watching next week i uh, hope you look forward to that um, as always, we hope you enjoyed this episode. We hope you have a great week. Please, le- please, as we said in the beginning, please rate, review, and share this podcast. Uh, we'd love to hear your feedback. We'd love to hear some suggestions for movies you might think we uh, we'd like to watch in the future. Even if they're a BMI uh, suggestion, if it's a BMI, just leave in the comment BMI. Um, 
And if it doesn't have BMI, we'll just assume that it's like, uh, just mention the name of the person that you think would like it or maybe think we both like it. Who knows? Um, and then we can argue about who gets to watch it first. Um, but yeah, we would like a little bit more interaction. I think it'd be kind of cool to get some comments and some like actual feedback on the episodes. Tell us, are we talking too close to the mic? Are we talking too far away from the mic? Are we too loud? Are we being annoying? Do we repeat things? You know, give us some general feedback. I know these are weird Please. questions to be finally asking around episode 104, but guess what? This is free. And we're not trained. <laughs> so you get what you get. We hope you're enjoying it, though. Um, shameless plug. Go follow us on Instagram. It's not the worst movie ever pod. Uh, we, we announce when the episodes come out. We post movie content throughout the week. Um, also follow my, go to my personal Instagram. You'll find my TikTok and all that good stuff. I have a TikTok called Hammer Books. I review books, manga, magic cards, DVDs, figurines, all that nerdy shit. You know how it goes. Mm-hmm. And that's it. We'll see you next week. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> well, we always end it like that.